You're listening to The Nooner Show with Jackie and Denise. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my danger. Nooner time. Welcome to the Nooner Show with Jay Dubs and Denise Brennan Nelson. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock and Royal Oak, Michigan. You can find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. hump day happy hump day and it's not denise i have to change that it's <laughs> the fabulous rocky hey guys yeah and thanks for being here i know you're really sick you actually had to cancel a gig this week i know on I, friday no one wants to hear me sing like this i promise why don't you lip sing <laughs> Oh, well, I could, but I'm not really good at that. So, <laughs> yeah, especially because you don't. Or if we did dance. like a, uh, oh yeah, I'm a terrible dancer. God, that would that would be entertaining. For yeah, sure, especially but. if you're trying to lip sync and you can't, you don't move. We you should just do stay one of those um, mannequin those? things. Yeah, or? or like the mock rocks or whatever when they oh, go up and they yeah, dress yeah. up as the band. I could, I could yeah. totally do that. I could I'm be sure like the owner of the Lady venue Gun. would not be thrilled with no, that. No, I probably wouldn't be asked mm-hmm. to come back. To, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I take care you're not going to the auto show. No, Olivia's going tonight. No, I'm not going. Not today. Mm. Yeah, it's going on until uh, the twenty second though. So yeah, I'm Sunday. Hoping, yeah, yep. hoping that I'll be able to catch it mm-hmm. before it before it's over. But pick out your new car. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I've got some ideas. Do you? So yeah, what about you? You you. Uh, um, I, we might go this weekend. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. so I actually have some car trivia that I thought you might like. Oh yeah, because I know so much, <laughs> so much about cars, right? Well, did you know um, they are changing? They have a year. To change the speed limits um, on, I think it was like 600 miles of highway to 75 this year, to 75 miles per hour. The so, speed limit's going to be 75? Yeah. So I yeah. Know. You know what? I did hear this. Is that really going to happen? Yeah, it's really going to happen. They have a year to do it. The Michigan State Police, Police I don't understand why. Well, because most people go that already, I know. Well, but it means that they're going to go 85 and 90, because people like well, you don't drive 70. <laughs> Well, people like you, you know, there is like a minimum speed that you can go. I know. Which is 45 pulled over or 55, 55. something like that. (laughs) Yeah. You can't. Right. And I do. do And I stay in the in the correct lane. I don't bother anyone. I don't understand why they would do that. But whatever. I'm so grateful because you know what that means? I'm going to have to find side streets to wherever I go. Oh, my God. That's what's going to have to happen. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Well, you know, you know who else drives like that is, is Frankie Turner. Oh, he does. Yeah. Frankie drives. I he drives like an old woman. I make fun of him for it all the time. But we went down to Nashville, and 
he drove the first half and I drove the second half on the way down and I cut about 30 minutes off of our time oh, so to make up for how slow he cut drives. about 30 minutes off his life, I'm sure. <laughs> wow. He almost had a heart attack twice, but we, we made it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, so I've got car trivia. So I've got the top five fastest cars in the world as for 2017 according to Top Trends YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure, what do you think the top... What do you think the fastest car is in the world? Well, I know it's not mine. Oh, for sure. It's not yours. Yeah. Or any car that you would Um, drive. No. For that uh -uh. matter. Uh, And honestly, I have no idea. Are these cars, these aren't cars for just everyday people, right? This is for like race car drivers? No, I mean, I mean, not really everyday people, but like the top 1% can afford them. Oh, okay. So these are cars you would drive on the road? You could, but no. Most okay, people. so what are they? I have so no idea. So the Hennessy Venom GT, which goes 270 miles per hour, is the fifth fastest car, and it, you can buy it for just a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then the SSC Ultimate Aero XT, which goes 273 miles per hour. Oh, my gosh. And then they have the Kona Seg one to one, which goes 273 miles per hour, and the Bugatti Chiron for 288 miles per hour. That's actually my dream car. Is it? Yeah. I've and never even heard of these cars. 2.5 million is that one. But why, <laughs> why would you buy a car that fast if the why speed limit's only 75? Uh, because there are some places in the world that don't have speed limits, like oh, the really? Autobahn in Germany. Yeah, there's no, um, there are no speed limits there so mm. and then the fastest was the devil 16 at 348 miles per hour oh gosh no way absolutely not yeah but so i would buy one if i had the money and say take that engine out <laughs> and redo the engine <laughs> just put like the the barbie uh oh, remember those bar- little barbie cars <laughs> yeah i remember you used to have one yeah that's really what you should be driving I, <laughs> I ratted you out by the way to officer Mallet the other day just <sighs> so you know appreciate that, Mom. yeah I, I do did. have a, a, a terrible record. Olivia overheard so. me. She said, did you really write out your kid? I said, I did. <laughs> yeah, because I told them that you speed and they should I pull you over speed. and give you a big fat ticket and that'll teach you. I've already had one, so I don't need another one. <laughs> well, so that clearly you didn't learn. wasn't big enough. What's your dream car? What? What's your dream car? Uh, my dream car would be... It would come with a driver <laughs> that drives slow. That would be my dream car. I don't one care what the car looks like or I and I don't want it to go fast and it would just be a very good driver that would listen to me that I can sit in the back and just say slow down don't go but there. I always want to get you and we're in the cars a uh, pedal and like a, like one of those little kids steering wheels yeah okay well no actually you know when we went to North Carolina I was really sick and yeah, Lexi knocked you out yeah gave me um, <laughs> some drugs and it knocked me out I slept the, almost the entire way I woke up like an hour before we got to North Carolina. That's the only way I can drive with you in the car. And that's when I started backseat driving again. It's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> slow down, slow down. So on the way back from our trip, we, um, I was feeling much better. I was oh, fine, so you know, three days later. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to give me the drugs. And I said, no, I don't need them. I'm fine. I'm good. Thank you, though. And they were like, no, really, really, take them, take them. <laughs> so... I made sure that I um, helped John drive the entire way oh, by I'm sure he sitting there and that. telling him. I'm so him. sorry, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, but seriously, the, you know, the speed limit, I, I think is associated with road rage too. Yeah. It's because people drive too slow. No, it's not. Actually, it's not. You know what? Honestly, 
it it's not. I looked it up. Oh, of course, because did. I was trying to figure out what's <laughs> wrong to prove with me people wrong. like you and <laughs> and your dad. Um, because you know what's funny, and and I read an article in Psychology Today about it, and you fit the profile because oh. they say that a lot of people that um, are involved in road rage actually have a pretty chilled personality until they get in the car and then <laughs> right, they switch and that's exactly what happens with you i just have i spend a lot of time in the car so we all spent you know what everybody spends <clears throat> a lot of time in the car well i think in michigan too i think it's worse because um, you know there's not a lot of public transportation options in michigan but you know you spend a lot of time in the car you want to get to where you're going and people don't pay attention so you know i'm not a texter i don't text when i drive and yeah, but i pay I attention think, to what i'm doing so that that to me is a pet peeve but, is when but people that's don't not pay the, attention that's not the issue the issue is that you guys get so angry like you take it so personally <laughs> like nobody's trying to see i just get in my lane and i don't make eye contact with people i don't give them dirty looks i don't care if they pass me i don't care if they cut me off it's like it's their issue not mine but well, so congratulations I think, that you've got such a positive attitude in the car. Like in the car, I just want to get where I'm going, get out of my way. You know, and I do have car karma, though. So if I'm not in a hurry to get somewhere, I will not drive like a jerk. I'll get out of people's way if I see people driving crazy. So I pay it forward when I'm in the car. You know, I have a very. Oh, I don't know about that. I can't, even, I can't good, even so. talk to you on the phone when you're in the car because I every like single time folks on my drive, you're screaming at somebody and it's. Like they're really not out there to make you mad. They just leave them that alone. Is not true. Yeah, but anyway, enough of that. So it, I think the the thing is is that you you need anger management classes when it oh, comes to driving. driving? Yeah, oh. nothing else. I mean, you you have a pretty chilled, cool personality most of the time. But when you get in the car, there's something that happens with you and I quite a few I people. Need like like a police horn or something that'll just get people out of my way. You know, so when I'm in. You're not the only one that's in a hurry. See, that's what's wrong with yeah, you guys. Yeah, those people drive. Everybody like I else drive is in a hurry. Fine, and we and have to get places too. So, anyway, enough of this. We're not going <laughs> to keep going on. It's just people like you on the road. So, anyway, which Monday was Martin yeah, Luther Martin King Day. Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, there was a, a lot of people celebrating. You mm-hmm. know his legacy that he left behind. And I posted a quote that I believe in off the road, and it's. Um, I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear, which I just, I loved that quote. And I think it's, you know, he had such a, you know, a legacy in the civil rights movement, but uh, he led that movement with peace and love, which I think yeah. is so, you know, such a hateful, hateful time, which I think ties into our what's the wish segment coming right. up here is um, right. just that movement with love. I think it was just so, such a huge part. And when there was so much hate, Right. At that time, um, you know, both sides people right. being angry. And if the all the movements could be, you know, led with love, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how different yeah. times would be. Um, do you know anything about um, Coretta King, his wife? Did you know that she was a um, classically trained musician? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. She was um, a singer and um, also a violinist. Oh, and in cool. fact, her dream was to be a concert singer. Wow. Yeah. And then she met him in college. They got married and um, had kids. So she put her that on hold, yeah. um, you know, to raise the kids, but also to be part of the, the side. Yeah. yeah. The civil rights movement. Um, and she said that when um, she met him in college and, you know, he was pursuing her. Mm-hmm. She um, prayed and said, 
you know, because she sort of had her guard up because she really was focused on having a career in singing. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't really want to have a relationship. And she prayed and said, what's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Wow. And somehow, you know, she, whatever, got a sign or whatever that yeah. to let her guard down. And she ended up with a lot of the, um, uh, like movements, events, and stuff like that, marches that they had, she would sing. It would wow. start off with singing. So that's what she ended up using, how she ended up using her, her voice. Wow, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of dreams, though, it's time. Oh, for our favorite segment. Our favorite segment. So, right. Yeah. Yay. So it's our What's the Wish? What's the Wish? What's the Way? And What's in the Way? The segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Our guest today is taking 2017 head-on. After years of experience in all facets of the beauty and health industries, her entrepreneurial spirit has her on a quest for more. She left her secure job to start her own company, Pure Reflections, Nutrition, and Beauty. I had my first appointment with the beautiful Suzanne Scott about a year ago, and I call her my eyebrow therapist. Besides her amazing work, her positive attitude leaves me looking and feeling great every time. Bringing her good vibes to the show today, welcome Suzanne Scott. Welcome. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here with you. We are so excited. Did you bring your tweezers? (laughs) (laughs) I usually always have them with me. Come on. Um... Yeah, so a lot of exciting stuff going on with you. Sure is. So let's start off with, um, before we get into how and why, Mm -hmm. let's start off with, tell us about the business and and what you offer. Okay, so... Currently, I'm focusing predominantly on the beauty aspect of it. So the beauty aspect of it for me right now is a lot of makeup, bridal makeup specifically, um, skincare, as well as the microblading. Um, I've always been an, considered an eyebrow specialist for about eight years now. And kind of everybody always came to me for eyebrows, but it's such a seemingly small service. Um, and then the microblading came into play. And so that's when I really jumped in a little bit heavier into what I'm doing right now. Okay, so what is microblading? Microblading is a semi-permanent corrective for eyebrows. So you are implanting pigment into the skin. Um, it's it is semi-permanent. It's not your traditional permanent makeup. Okay, and it is you're creating hair strokes. So it's a very natural looking um, oh. correction. Much more natural. Yeah, you have a lot of your work on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and Facebook, and I follow you on Instagram, and I can believe like how natural it looks. I mean, because yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen some of the the, the tattoos and right. stuff like that, and they don't look natural. And it is, it's incredible how good it looks and how natural it is. Well, thank it you. So when you say it's mm-hmm. semi permanent, then mm-hmm. how long does it last? I think the safest thing to say is up to a year because everybody's oh. skin is different. Wow. Um, I know there are people out there that are promoting it as up to three years, but I think that it's probably safest to say up to a year. Okay, um, It does require a touch up that's mm-hmm. uh, between four to 12 weeks, probably more like a six to 12 week mark to get a touch up. Okay, um, And then that should last you about a year. But again, everybody's skin's different. Um, oily skin types are going to hold and retain pigment less than somebody who's more dry. So that is all something that has to be considered. And so who would get that service done? Um, almost all people can get it done. Um, you don't know. Some people I can look at and tell um, larger pores, more oily. I will let them know. 
this is the risk you're taking, um, but you can still try the service. It's not going to be harmful to them, whether it's just whether or not they retain that. Um, but any person, if even my clients who have full eyebrows, like Mariah has beautiful eyebrows, but she doesn't want to have that perfection, have to do that perfected look every day with a little bit of fill, she can have a microblade. Somebody okay. who you've probably seen on my Instagram who had barely any eyebrows left, yeah. um, mm. we created an eyebrow for her essentially. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it can be anybody really. What about cancer? Yes. Victims. Yes, absolutely. So people who, um, when they when I say they do not have eyebrows, it can be over tweezing um, to hormone issues mm-hmm. to um, somebody who's got alopecia to somebody who's had cancer. So it can be any person. Um, I mean, there's within treatments, you're not going to want to do that. But Mm -hmm. somebody who is in recovery, then that's a different scenario. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. So how did, um, how did you get started in, in this field? Well, it actually goes back to, I've always loved beauty. Um, and when I say beauty, I mean, um, like people's faces and hair and skin, makeup, things like that. Um, I've never been somebody who's like super into fashion. It was really genuinely more about the beauty of the person. And um, I was always an athlete, so I went right into the personal training field. As I was in the personal training field, I quickly realized that I had more of a passion for the nutrition side of it than I did from the kinesiology movement science part of it. So when I was starting to study nutrition in college, I realized skin is the largest organ of our body and it kind of pertains to my uh, interest in skin in general with from an aesthetic standpoint. I jumped into osteology school and figured I'd go back into um, finishing my degree in nutrition, but that field just kind of blew up for me. So mm-hmm. I've been staying in that realm of it and been doing the skincare Um and that's pretty much like the real short inversion of mm-hmm. how I kind of got into the skin side of it with the beauty element of it. Interesting. So what were you like as a child? Were you playing with makeup or? Uh... Not overly. Um, we were uh-huh. very active kids, my sister and I. Um, I was a dancer, competitive dancer. Okay. So there's a there's makeup involved in dancing. Yeah. Um, danced nationally across um, the United States. and um, But I transitioned into athletics, too, with basketball and volleyball. So mm-hmm. I did dance team in high school. That was kind of like on two different sides. I did the dance team in high school, yeah. the choir. And then I also did the um, basketball, varsity basketball and whatnot. So um I never was like focused on any one thing. I appreciate all realms of it. And I think yeah. that's even today in my company. I have an appreciation for all realms of the business. Right. And so it has been a long journey for me to get to where I am today because I never really focused on just one thing. Mm-hmm. You go through seasons in life where you're right. focusing on one thing, but right. it wasn't like your traditional cookie cutter of go to college, get this degree, and that's what I do. Right. It was definitely a very individualized journey that a lot of times I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> right, right. But And so how did you, how did it evolve where you, like, for example, when did you decide I'm ready to do my own thing? So I always had that, you know, entrepreneurial spirit within me. Um, mm-hmm. I always dreamt of business. I just didn't know exactly what that looked like. And okay. until you have that focus and that clarity, I don't think it's smart to just jump into something. Um, I started realizing um, through time and School of Hard Knocks, you start to realize what you're really good at. And when I realized people kept coming to me all the time for 
uh, honestly, more than just the brows was um, advice. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like personal advice? Both. Or? So personal mm-hmm. to um, what should I do with my makeup? What should I do with my skin? What What do you recommend? Um, I realized like I'm not, I love people, so I love doing it, but I'm not really making much money doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm constantly giving into people with feedback um, and the eyebrow services are very, you know, inexpensive, small right. ticket price services. Well, once um, I had a lot of people in my life that have come in my pathway through that, that really became friends with. Mm-hmm. And I just started realizing what a humongous support system I had and a huge blessing great people that came into my life that were starting to encourage me to get up and realize like you have some gifts that will make room for you. And when I realized that um, simultaneously, I had some clients who had been wanting me to do permanent makeup, especially with the eyebrows. I'm like, I just don't like the look. I can't really do something unless I really believe in it. Right. But when the microblading came into play, I thought, okay, that's, that's it right there. Yeah. That is a beautiful result that I can believe in and stand by. Um, and that is going to make room for me to be able to stand up and have my own business and be able to have that stability in my business that it needs. So when you decided you were going to do your own thing, because it's, it's so many people have that wish, sure, but it's so difficult to really, um, you know, fear holds everybody back for whatever reason, you know, whatever fear you have, but fear of failure is one of the biggest Mm -hmm. reasons. Um, what did you sit down? To, did you talk to anybody about mm-hmm. it, or did you just say that's it? I'm going to do this. Did you put together a business plan, or how did you go about doing it? A lot of all of that. Mm-hmm. So I have great mentorship in my life, all the way down to developing relationship and friendship with Rocky. I mean, mm-hmm. her little bits of encouragement here and there when I would see her for appointments. Those things really counted, um, and that would come at me on a daily basis. Um, my I have. My parents, who are amazing, yes, they that are from a mentorship, um, mm-hmm. can encourage me to dream. But you know, you got mom on one perspective that would be like, "Dream, go get it," you know, and uh-huh. then you have dad on the other perspective who's got that level head business yeah. mind. Everything is calculated, and it's a good balance. Calculated risk. It can be mm-hmm. the annoyance of, "Oh, I feel like you're killing my dream here," <laughs> but you need those balances in your right. life. You have to right. have your checkmates. So, were they both pretty supportive when you said, you? Know, what I think I want to go off on my own. I think timing is everything because mm-hmm. I had been feeling this for years. And I will say I never felt the support from my dad as an example, although I knew he believed in me. Yeah. So I knew that, okay, you can't be offended by that, Suzanne, but you have to know that that probably means it's just not the right timing. You got to mm-hmm. trust that wise counsel around you. Well, when I sensed that everybody, it, like timing wise, everything was lining up and you're feeling that peace like from everybody, um, that counts to you. That's what I knew. Okay, no fear because fear will paralyze you. Right. And now it's time that I have to, the vision boards I've made at home, the things that I lay hold of every day, I have to stay focused on these things. Otherwise, the reality of actually making this leap is is petrifying. Right. So I had to just really focus on the things that I had up in my room, in my office, everything. I had to stay focused on those things. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you um do you do vision boards all the time or is it like once a year or how, when do you? So I'm a huge believer of um Focus is the key. focus, confidence. Those are the key elements of timing, perspective. Those are the key elements of being 
becoming successful. And with focus comes for me vision boards. Um, vision boards are, and I've kind of broken them up into here's my vision and dream of life. And those have elements on there that change a little bit over time, but not dramatically. Mm-hmm. Now, then I have boards where I believe in having like your goals. So this year I did it where I have a board that's quarterly. So the first quarter, this is what my goals are and they're measurable. Okay. And then the second quarter, I'll put that up there. And these are the goals that are measurable. Um, so there's, I tried to compartmentalize them as the overall and yeah. then my quarterly goals that have the measurements that I can know I've obtained it, check it off, let's move on. Oh, nice. Wow. Huh. Um, I read your uh, mission statement, mm-hmm. which I absolutely Thank love. You. And I just want to say um, it said confidence is a key element uh, to help you establish the multifaceted expression of who you are and guide you in your journey of discovery. And that's what you offer is Mm -hmm. so through, so it's not really just about making people beautiful, Mm -hmm. but it's deeper. It's really making people feel good about what they have Mm -hmm. and learning to work with what they have. And Mm -hmm. that's what I got out of your mission statement. Yes. And I would say that's an element that I'm still developing as to get that out there because I would say that in the beauty industry, it's very competitive. And what I want to bring to people, male or female, is tapping into who you are authentically and let's bring to light the good elements of that that you want to show. And let's go on this discovery of who you are and developing those things, too. So that's been something that is in my future dream, things that I see that I want to place into the company. Um, but that's still my my personal even discover, self-discovery of how to get there. But it is, it's much deeper. I yeah, mean, it can, sounds almost like psychology, like yes. you're bringing psychology into mm-hmm. it, which is, is great because really um, that's long lasting. Yes. You know, I mean, changing how people feel about themselves. You can do all the makeup and all the yes. treatments and mm-hmm. all the surgeries in the world. But if yes. you don't feel good about who you are, it really doesn't matter. You just keep going and, you know. Um, what's been the most difficult thing about the inward, the inward battle? I think, um, that's where I, uh, business owners, um, people like myself can become very relatable. Um, as you start to the little successes you get along the way, people start thinking, Oh my gosh, you're doing it. And I'm thinking you have no idea the inward struggles that I actually have daily. And especially now when, once you leave what you've known and security, all of a sudden you're thinking, I am in a place of uncertainty. Right. I do not know. And when you've been more of a, I'm the oldest, when you have to happen to be more of a leader, but also a calculated person, a planner, mm-hmm. strategic person, that is extremely uncomfortable. So when I say the inward, it's that inward battle in your mind that you have to keep checking and say, nope, get in alignment with this is the plan. This is the dream. Now be okay with being uncomfortable and following through with these steps and no wow. trust the process. Right. God, that's oh, fantastic. Because yeah. <laughs> I think we all have that oh, yeah, battle. Absolutely. You know? And that really is what paralyzes you from yes. doing anything. Absolutely. And that's tough. So how do you keep going then? Like, do you talk to somebody about it when you're 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 going through that, when you start self-doubting or Yes. So I am very extremely blessed because like I said, my parents, um, 
they're they are amazing people for How me too. Bring them. Yeah, I should have. You should have. <laughs> yeah, she's so much fun. Um, she would have took over, man. She is just like full of life. Um, but I have the. I mean, I do like. I process a lot by myself. So by the time I'm ready to talk with somebody. I'm looking for absolute truth. I tell my parents, I've said this since I've been young, even if it makes me cry, tell me because I want the truth. Mm -hmm. So I like being honest with myself, but self can deceive. Like our feelings can be deceptive. Everything, right. Feelings and emotions, those things can be deceptive. And I don't want to live in any, you know, any illusions here. So by the time I've processed, I think it's important that we learn to process those emotions and those feelings before we just look for advice. You Mm got to be able to sort through that. When I go to them and I ask them straight up, um, they are that sounding board for me. Sometimes I'm that personality type. I will hear myself talk in those safe places and I'll get the answers. Sometimes it comes through them. So I think it's important to have your good sounding boards that it's safe to -hmm. present the good and the ugly, and process that through. Wow. You got to have those people in your life, right? Right. So, what are the what so far and upcoming are the biggest challenges that you've foreseen to opening this? You know, your new business. Demographically, um, I thought I knew where I was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and I'm noticing a shuffle happening. And so I'm I'm heeding to that. Okay. So I'm sensing that that means maybe I'm not called demographically to this area. And now all of a sudden I'm I'm sensing two demographics. Okay, well that's huge. What does that look like? How what's that gonna cost me? You know, like those are the types of things that now I have to plant those up on my vision boards and look at those and strategize. Wow. What does it mean if I go here? Mm -hmm. And what does it mean if I go here? What's first? Wow. And then when is the second one? Wow. So it's things happen as soon as I took that leap. Things started happening so fast in a sense of shuffling. I was not prepared for that. Wow. But that's what you have to be prepared for is not being prepared, especially when you want to always <laughs> yeah. be a prepared person. <laughs> right. You just got to learn to say, yes, okay, got it. And like, let's, let's map it right. out. Wow. Right. What do you, what's your opinion of failure? Oh my gosh, I it almost brings me to tears because I feel like I've failed so many times in life in every area of my life. Yet that's when I was able when I was able in failure to look at it and say, but I got up every time. Wow. That's what I knew. Those are experiences in life that you can't learn in school. Right. You can't learn it in any type of school, whether it's college, high school. Grad school, trade schools, you can't right. learn those experiences in school. And character is above everything, the most important. So that is when you develop your character. And that's when you develop the long, the endurance and the long suffering and the patience. So to now be able to say, because failure actually gripped me so much that it paralyzed me because then it, I, I was like in my mind thinking, but I keep failing, but I failed there and I failed here. So it's, I'm glad you brought up failure because that is a really big element. I think for so many people, right. we're all going to seemingly fail, right? but when we get up and we can learn and grow from it and be able to use that as like a stepping stone right. or a stepping stool, let's go upward. That's when you begin to actually start to flourish and the momentum will pick up. 
Wow. But it was amazing how quick that momentum picked up once I changed the way I looked at failure. Right. Wow. So how do you look at it now? I look at it as, okay, this is not the end of the world. All the things that I've gone through in life, even the hell I've been through, it is not going to kill me. It's only made me a better person. It's made me more compassionate. It makes it makes me check myself. I don't want to have like, be a highly opinionated person because I have no idea what that person's been through. Yeah. And it's made me so much better of a person that if I even right now seemingly fail in something, I know it's called redirection. So wow. now we're going to redirect. And that means I'm going to step into something else. There's another something around the corner. And it's all about redirecting now. Wow. Now, when did you get to this point in your life where you understood everything that happened happened because it was redirecting you? I would say it's a culminating factor. So this is something when I look, when you come into that place, you didn't just come into that place. You come into a perspective change, but that came through consistently choosing what you're going to meditate on and what you're going to believe. You have to start one day making a choice. Like I'm going to look at it this way, or I'm going to look at it that way. But either way you choose, you have to get consistent with it. Hopefully you're all choosing the positive way to look at it. Because if you do over time, it takes 21 days to develop a habit, right? 21 days is it, right? So if we do that for 21 days consistently, that's nothing. You can literally develop something, a new way of thinking, a new thought pattern. And that is actually all the strength that you need is coming from within yourself. That's what you need to propel forward. Wow. So is this what you offer when you're doing makeup? No wonder wonder Rocky looks great all the time. I mean, my God. That is why she's your therapist. Well, she is. And it's it's just the... You know, because I mean, I, I've known you for a while, mm-hmm. but then I started working with you and, and you know, coming to you as a client. And um, I, first of all, I'm obsessed with my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, anyone can touch my thank, hair, shave the hair on my head. I don't you. care, but do <laughs> not touch my no, wait, eyebrows. Remember, just can I just say real quick? Remember <laughs> that phase you went through when that was like in for a minute when all the girls, celebrities were really growing their eyebrows like it was I all led over that there. trend. I don't care what anybody says, but I was ahead of it. Yeah, what didn't last, did it? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I swear, anyone, you can touch the hair on my head, do what you want, but do not touch my eyebrows. She's the only one that's allowed yeah. to touch my eyebrows. Yeah, and they look And fantastic. I always say that, but it's, it's not just, I mean, your work is great, but your personality and your, just the positivity that you just emit. Like as soon as I come to your studio, it's like, I'm already relaxed. I'm already chilled because I know she's here. And it's like, <laughs> you know, and it, it, it is. And my sister says the same thing. And oh. first, when I, when I f- took Olivia to see her for the first time, I said, okay, I'm just going to tell you this. She's absolutely beautiful. And my sister saw her and she's like, oh my God, I feel like a boy. <laughs> I was like, Stop. <laughs> I was like, I know, I told you. But it's just, and it's inward too. It's just the inward beauty that you just, you put out such positive of energy and every time you know I come in frustrated with a problem personal problem and I feel great about it by the end of our you know our conversation Mm -hmm. and it's just you know um it's funny I know did you hear well I know Olivia brought two of her friends yeah they were so fun like a month ago or Uh something like Mm -hmm. that the beginning of Um, December did you hear the story about when they went to the mall after your no I knew they were going to the mall okay so (laughs) did you hear about it no I didn't okay so yeah I told her to make sure she told you but anyway so they um after they went to see you and mm-hmm. they all had their eyebrows done, mm-hmm. they went to the mall 
And she said they went into the Kate Spade store and they just kind of all went off on their own, uh-huh. you know. And um, and then when they were sort of done, they all one of them was ringing up. So they all went to the counter and there were two women working behind the counter. And, and one of them said, oh, are you three together? And they <laughs> said, yeah, you know, just like, yeah. And she said, oh, my God, you guys have such perfect eyebrows. <laughs> and the other girl behind the counter came over and said, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. How could we have three people in here? With perfect eyebrows, and they both asked for your contacts, oh, so they gave out so your, awesome. uh, your contact. But they were just like, "You guys have perfect eyebrows! Like, who notices that?" You know, I love those testimonies. That's just fun. Yeah, so someone fun. came to me after a gig, and they're like, "All right, besides your perfect eyebrows, I'm like, there is no besides the perfect eyebrows. That is the that, that's the compliment right there." Yeah. It was so funny though. But that's yeah, that was my favorite. Well, it's thing. I have to add to that because I remember somebody saying to me, "You have a gift with eyebrows," and I thought. But where is that going to take me? <laughs> and, Little did you know. <laughs> right. And then one of my dear, dear friends said to me, Suzanne, you realize, though, that eyebrows are what do all the expressing. Like, right. they really are such an expression piece on your face. And that's who you are. And then it hit me. I was like, OK, there's something to these brows. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that that's not all my company is about. However, right. I know that that is a big element. And it's. You know, the whole theory of you take the smallest thing and you make something of it. You find the value in it and all of a sudden you gain that momentum. It's because now you can see that there's something within the smallest, what they say, the least of these. You know, there is such value in it. And when you can see the value in the small, then you're able to be trusted to have so much more because you can see the value and celebrate those small victories along the way. So as silly as it sounds, the eyebrows have been like a testimony to my life that it's, they're so seemingly small, although nowadays they're getting so popular. But when I was doing them, it wasn't something that was so popular, but I found the value in the little eyebrows (laughs) and therefore things started birthing from that. Right. Yeah. Well, and even just, you know, my time with you, it's, you know, I, I started with eyebrows, but now, now we do skin and everything mm-hmm. else. And mm-hmm. it's, so it's, my skin's yeah. never looked better. And you're and, right. And, it, it looks and, fantastic. And my sister's the same way. You know, yeah. we've talked about skin, skin issues and, and weight and all of those mm-hmm. different things. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think I've, my skin looks fantastic yeah. and I feel it great. Does. And it's, you are <laughs> beautiful. Um, so the skincare business, mm-hmm. um, was estimated to globally generate $121 billion last year. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely a growing mm-hmm. market um, for, for men and women. But they're yes. also saying now that um, it's actually, it used to be, there used to be a big movement on anti-aging, but actually that part of the market seems to be diminishing. And mm-hmm. it's younger people now that are starting to really get into skincare. Yes. So talk about that. Like how old... Should you be when you start, you know, Mm -hmm. taking care of your skin? Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because I do have a big heart for that, like middle school girl to the teenage girl, high school girl, because the reality is, is it's consistency. It's the habits that we were just talking about earlier. Whatever you develop in habit, even if it's not the best product, but you develop a good habit to cleanse your skin at night and you cleanse your skin in the morning and you put your moisturizer on. That's a great start. 
there's so much to be said about starting good habits at a young age. So do your products change over time? Absolutely. Because even if it's not for anti-aging reasons, your hormones are changing. So your Mm -hmm. needs are changing in your skin. So you can start young just because even developing those habits matter, but then you're going to change the formulas along the way. Mm-hmm. And, and let's talk about products, too, mm-hmm. because you hear so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the growing uh, segments is uh, the organic lines yes. and the natural uh-huh. lines and stuff like that. Do you ever see yourself getting into maybe mm-hmm. having your own line of products? I do. And um, there's a little misperception on the organics. Um, unfortunately, there's a couple things to be said about it. One is it became such a marketed thing that not everything that says organic is necessarily fully organic. So right. there's ways around it and there's things that you gotta you have to start learning in the process as a consumer. Um, as a producer, somebody who's gonna produce something, knowing that organic can actually be stronger than some of the over-the-counter type things. So there's a caution in that too because oh. a lot of people have allergies now. Um, right. Example, something as simple as pumpkin. A pumpkin mask can be very, it can be harsh on some people. So certain skin types wouldn't want to just put pumpkin on, but they think organic natural, it's so good for me then, I'm going to do it. You still got to have approach with caution, whether it's organic natural or whether it is, you know, a pharmaceutical grade, what have you. Mm -hmm. Are there certain products that you you believe in that you stand by that you recommend right now? You know, just because I love um, to promote local, too. Uh-huh. There's even a company, they're not necessarily organic natural, but they do really limit the amount of preservatives in their product line. But Platinum Skincare, um, they're right in Michigan here. Um, I believe they are, um, they're off 59. Um, I'm not sure what city exactly that they're in, but they're a phenomenal company. And um, I do believe in their products. Mm-hmm. Um, from a different standpoint, if you're looking at organics and naturals, I went to Aveda. For esthetician school. So I come from that background with, and I do personally, even what I consume, um, I use essential oils. A lot of things I do is organic natural. Okay. But there are products out there that have growth factors in them. Now we're getting into the anti-aging peptides in them that are going to be beneficial for certain consumers. So I like a broad range of products. It just depends on what your needs are. And what about the the market for men? I mean, that that's mm-hmm. growing too, hugely growing. Yeah, so it's hugely growing, and um, it's becoming socially acceptable for right. men to groom themselves. It almost seems like since the beards have really came back in, um, just grooming in general has become like it's it can, it's elevating and being acceptable for men. Um, you know, as we talked a little bit about the anti-aging is it slipped a little and the skincare is still rising. The reality is, is your skin, if it looks fresh and alive, you'll look, you have a youthful look to you. Even if you have wrinkles on your face, but your skin looks fresh and alive, you have a youthful appearance. So whether that's a man or a woman, it's simple things. I mean, you got to cleanse your skin. So why not use a quality product? I'm into um, mechanical exfoliants and most men are too. So that would be like your Clarisonic brushes or brushes that lift um, for the beard. So that way they're not getting those ingrown. So there's a lot of different um, types of Mm -hmm. exfoliators, whether it's mechanical or chemical, that are all beneficial. So there's something that we've talked about is the face shaving. Yeah, for let's women. talk yes. about that. Yeah. So because <laughs> so the not- first time I heard of that was um, 
Carolyn Mansell from, yeah. she used to be on The Real. Housewives of uh, New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. right. <laughs> and she has beautiful skin, mm-hmm. but I mean, of course they all do on, on TV, but she's like, I think 60 or something like that, maybe even older. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she shaves her face. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what is that all about? <laughs> um, it's so funny to me because it's finally gaining some momentum and like we're debunking these myths of hair coming back thicker or darker. So so with, that's not true. It's not true. No, I okay. am afraid. I OK, so Snapchat has a filter with a beard and I do look fantastic with a beard, but I am really <laughs> afraid to grow one. So that is like a huge fear of mine. I do. I make I look really great and it wouldn't be that hard for me to grow a beard. But um, yeah, that is like a fear. So so no, that, so it doesn't a, happen. Yeah, that's a myth. I I'll be a personal testimony that I have been doing shaving my face for makeup reasons, for photography reasons, because now you don't have that space in between the, you know, the vellus hair, the peach fuzz, Mm -hmm. oils and debris, dirt get trapped in between there. And that's another element of why makeup doesn't look so alive on certain people as it will on others. There's an element of that um, because you're you're getting rid of a layer. Um, So anyway... With that said, I've been doing it for six years, shaving my face, and that gives you such a crystal clear complexion in regards to when you put that foundation on it's like it's like silk and butter there so is this a service you provide to like would people come in and get it done or is it something they can do at home is there certain you know what what do you use on your face at home if you're going to do it at home i always tell the girls do it at home. I mean, get regimented. I do it once a week. Um, that's taking some dead skin off your face. Um, I do say designate something that is going to be, okay, this is my razor that's for my face. And put that one to the side. Keep that s- sterilized. We want to make sure that there's bacteria not growing in there. Um, we just don't want to put the bacteria on our face. I also advocate using a good cleanser then at that point that's got maybe a glycolic acid, um, a lactic acid, because that's going to help with bacterial reasons as well. Um, And that's a little anti-aging too. So I cleanse with that. I always tell my girls to do that. Use the razor. If you have any coarse hair anywhere on your face, though, that you notice, tweeze that out because you don't. that's where you don't want to shave. Okay. Don't want to shave where you have a coarse hair. Tweeze those little ones out. Like some girls will get it on their chin, somewhere on the jawline. Tweeze that hair out first. Then go ahead and shave. Because if you shave over that, you're causing a blunt cut there. And that hair is naturally supposed to have a point. It does have an issue coming through. That's why men will get ingrowns in their beards. So mm. with that said, the last thing a woman wants is right. an ingrown hair on her face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's my only forewarning is definitely tweeze those out before you do any of the shaving. Okay, great. Um, give us the uh, social media sites right okay. now. So how can people get a hold sure. of you? So I am just now coming out into social media here. <laughs> so um, Instagram, I am under Pure Reflections Beauty. Um, it's all one word. And then on Facebook, it's Pure Reflections, Nutrition, and Beauty. Um, you can email me at purereflectionsbeauty at gmail.com um, or you can get a hold of me at um, uh, phone number two. We can do that once you've emailed me and we've gone through things. Okay. And you, um, it, everything's by appointment, right? Yes. Currently, everything okay. is by appointment. So yeah. I am available mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday mm-hmm. and I, I book by appointment. Okay. 
Good. Um, so I'll be booking my appointment. Yeah. <laughs> You're always there. I am always uh, there every two weeks. What, and what's the long-term goal with the company? What, what, are, what can we expect? Well, I am a dreamer. That's for certain. Um, I want to have a platform to be able to speak because the beauty is one layer physically speaking. And I want to be able to coach, especially the young girls, um, coach them into how to take ownership and responsibility for the inward things of themselves. So that way they grow in confidence. Um, it's a competitive life out there. It can be difficult. And the key to success, as we've talked about, is that confidence. And I do have that. Um, it's hard to kind of put it all into one thing, but there's an element that is far deeper in my company regarding um, being able to speak to women and coach them through, um, have workshops where we're actually bringing women in and diving in together, being able to pull out the authentic self of who they are. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. That's Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have you back on, especially when you get that going, yes, because it's, be when you were talking earlier, I was thinking <laughs> to myself, she should be doing TED Talks, you know? <laughs> really? You don't know that might happen. You never know. Um, and then as far as um, the services right now that mm-hmm. you offer, is mm-hmm. microblading is huge, and that's guys, girls. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. older, right? I mean, not, not necessarily teenagers, yes, right? Yes, most of those teens have great, thick, full brows, yeah. and it's a, it's there's maintenance to it. So, I mean... I would prefer you know, right. the girls to kind of own who they are at right. those ages. And then, you know, as they're getting older, we can dive into it. Um, but yeah, men and women, um, predominantly I'm getting more women than I do men. But yeah, it's, it is for both men and women. Um, there's an element within the company that will grow for men that I'm working on um, with pigmentation things and then um, skincare as well. So we're getting there and that will just be something that gets added into the website once the website's finished and we'll, we'll blossom from there. Good for you. I can't wait to see where this is going to go. I mean, thank you. I think your whole uh, philosophy for the company is just amazing. Thank you. You know, it makes me want to just go in there and just, you could do whatever you want, but just listen to all my problems. (laughs) (laughs) I just want the therapy. (laughs) Well, with the eyebrows and the skincare stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I just, um, I'm super excited about, about everything that you've got going on. So I'm, you know, I mean, I've, I've been with you now for mm-hmm. a while. So I, mm-hmm. to see the growth and everything is just. Thanks, yeah. girl. It's, it's funny because she calls you her personal um, eyebrow therapist. Yes, that's I like that. Now I get it. Now I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, get, um, I get excited any, for our appointments. <laughs> anything else you want to share? Anything else you would want listeners to know or anybody who's considering, um, you know, giving you a call or emailing you or checking out your site? Sure. I mean, to sum up from a business is what I provide right now. Um, we're approaching the bridal season. I do a lot of bridal makeup, so um, I'm fully equipped to go on site. Then I have a studio you can come to. Just depends on where you're at. Most of the time I'm going on site for people um, that has the light system, director's chair, makeup trolley. Wow. You don't have to provide anything for me. I come to you. Um, so as far as bridal season goes, you know, that would probably be like the number one thing right now other than... Um, 
anything that they have for skin questions, you got to come in a little earlier so we can start that journey beforehand. Right. And then um, I would imagine like homecoming and prom and everything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. is probably, when is bridal season? Like when do most people get married? Is it like June and September? I mean, it starts to kick off a little bit in April, but they pretty much will say May through November are like the bridal months. Oh, okay. Um, It doesn't mean that it's not happening at all the other months, but those are the big ones. Okay. So it is actually a pretty long season. Oh, let me ask you something sure. else. Um, so what is taping? Because I heard that's like <laughs> the latest fad. I'm always looking for like a shortcut. <laughs> well, taping? as we all know, there's shortcuts are very temporary. And I know. Catch up later. <laughs> I but, know. Um, oh, they've, they've caught up. Believe me. <laughs> no, the taping is something I actually learned this through James Ryder. He's, um, he made his his um, fame, if you will, with Jennifer Lopez in the cell. And um, I did a workshop with him uh, probably seven years ago. And he was explaining the taping is they literally use tape um, to pull back the jaw lines, um, to pull up. They put it into the hair lines. Um, so for the eyes, it is something I don't do because the majority of my clientele does want to have a, you know, seemingly be themselves natural standpoint, but it is out there. And they say that there's a lot of, a lot of it out there, um, for on sets, um, for, uh, uh, yeah. photo shoots, things like that, right. where they oh, have yeah. a controlled element there. Um, now, if I were to do that too for weddings, then they're going out there and dancing, and the tape is the tape is coming off. Out. I'm going to come home and there's going to be duct tape like all yeah. over your bathroom, yeah. like just with you plaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then what about uh, Nova Lift facial? Or it's it's what is it like a? I know it's not. A complete facelift, but what is that? So being in the industry, as long as I've been now, I've got um, some great plastic surgeons that I've talked with and worked with. Um, There is, um, I'm not sure which one you're talking about, but there are many out there that like supposed to be like a natural facelift. Uh There's discrepancy in that and there's airways being cleared about it right now that specifically one of the surgeons I talked with um, said he's actually doing a lot of correction for that right now. Oh, wow. So my my best advice would be to get in with people, you know, a couple of right. good surgeons have two different opinions and go from there. But again, the shortcut route probably won't work. Right. So <laughs> that short one is oh. not, it's not been a, uh, yeah. Is Botox still really popular? Very. And that's oh, another one that? that even with men, um, it's becoming socially acceptable. So we're mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot of men coming in for Botox um, that you would have never suspected. So wow. it's for everybody. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, it can be a little little bit here and there that just is in a preservation um, mode. But that's but, also temporary, right? I yes. mean, that only lasts like six months, right? And depending or, on the person, mm-hmm. our bodies metabolize differently. So it can be three months. It could be four months. It could be up to six months. But I don't know of anybody that it really d- would last longer than six months. So I w- would say expect three months. Okay. Um, and if you get more, then awesome. Huh. There's no, a lot out I there. I haven't tried that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. And what about egg whites? Just the one last question. The yeah, egg the white. egg whites. So no. that's like a, that's an oldie but a goodie yeah. too. Um, that's something that... My mom actually taught me that years ago. She's so funny. Um, you can actually um, beat up your egg white and put it on your face. Um, 
I've not worked with it enough to really know how it works because I would imagine it would flake a little bit. But if you put a very thin layer on, it will tighten your skin. Yeah. So it can be something that you use temporarily. You know, and if you're going to go do something, I'm sure you have to be very cautious how you're applying the rest of your um, makeup. But yeah, it actually will tighten your skin. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? I'm going to come back and she's going to have all these things, things at home <laughs> floating around. I'm going to be like, oh Mixing my God, it's going to be a science experiment. And, oh, gosh. Um, one more time social media sites. So- sure. So Instagram <laughs> is Pure Reflections Beauty. That's all one word. And Pure Reflections is the plural with the S there. Um, and then for Facebook, it's Pure Reflections Nutrition and Beauty. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much Thank for you. being here. So, and we have our uh, sip on this today. Yes. In um, honor I, of Suzanne. Yeah. Rocky actually <laughs> took care of the sip on this today. Yep. We have a cranberry ginger mimosa. Oh, nice. So it's uh, cranberry juice, ginger ale, and champagne. You can also use ginger beer, but I figured. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty rosé <laughs> color. Yep. It's it was beautiful. And it tastes really good. And a little champagne in there, so I figured we'd be celebrating. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love adventure, it. So. It was funny it. because she came in with the champagne. She said, can you open this? I said, no. <laughs> you open it. I did um, And uh, we do have to end our segment with um, our, our fortune cookies. cookies. Right. So, and we, we have to toss the cookies. And what, which, oh, that one's pointing to Suzanne right there. This one is Suzanne. No, and that one is Jess's. Yeah, it, it, the way we do this I is like when, when you toss it, it's whichever one is pointed to you means that's your fortune. Like it. Yep. And this okay. one. And then we go through and we read them, but we're going to, we're changing it now. We're going to start with this year. So you have to start with the words this year. Or in and 2017. What? In 2017. Okay, in 2017. Yeah. Is that different than this year? But okay. Well, Control freak. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm taking over, Jack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's all right. Let's see. Mm. You want to go ahead, Rocky? Why don't you start? Okay. In 2017, opportunities will surround you if you know where to look. Ooh. I'm not very observant. You're so going to look at this, this gonna gonna at Suzanne's studio, probably. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Suzanne, you want to go ahead? All right. Oh, this is funny. (laughs) Dwelling in 2017, dwelling on the negative simply contributes to its power. So let's stay positive. Wow. (laughs) You just got done talking about that. Go ahead, Jess. Okay. In 2017, don't stop dreaming. Otherwise, sleep will get awfully boring. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I like that. All right. In 2017, exchanging compliments is intellectual back scratching. I love that. I do, too. That's a good one. I do, too. I like that. So anyway, Suzanne, thank you so much. We're going to have you you back on the show as you get going, especially when you start your your speaking engagements and stuff like that. Love to have you back on. Um, Our song of the week. Yeah. And uh, bring some uh, duct tape with you next time. Let's try it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But we we close our show with um, a song that we pick that we think represents our, our guest and Rocky was in charge of that today. Rocky was in charge of a lot of it today. So <laughs> uh, this week I picked Confidence by Demi Lovato. Oh my so goodness. I, thought that totally I love that song. Yes. Absolutely. That was a good choice. So and before then, we do that next week, who do we have on? We have Brian Calakay. Yes. One of my dear friends and um, mentors. Yes. So I absolutely adore Who's expanding him. his business yep. and he's all, um, he has now blogs and motivational speaking yep. and everything else. So we're going to. He's the owner of Extreme Results Fitness in um, uh, Fit Body Bootcamp yep. here in Grand Blank. Right. So. And um, 
we last time we talked to him about fitness, but this time we're really going to talk to him about business and, yep. and I like how that. you and grow marketing. and yep. everything that he's doing. Pick so, his brain about that. So yeah. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and happy hump day. But you've had